Okay, we are live, episode 152. I know these guys, which is kind of cool. I always like, when I open these up, I always I kind of don't know who's on the show this week and all that. That's kind of the fun of this thing. Uh, Parker Olson with Forage uh, and David Abraham's iLevel. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. What up? What up? What up? Parker's been in our office before on his little uh, voyages that he does, which is cool. So I've met him a couple times in person. That's always nice. Let's go right into it. We're talking granola. When did it start? What's it all about? Ooh, 2020. We put, uh, we basically enhanced our granola with added functionality from mushrooms. Cool. Okay. In 2020, when was it? Was it pre-March or post-March? Pre-March, technically 2020, January 1. The, the idea flourished, though, in December on my birthday, and we're about to reach our 1,000-day mark, uh, which is exciting, um, after experimenting with mushrooms in my diet. Okay. Uh, give us, for those that don't know the benefits of mushrooms, just like two bullet points. Sure. Uh, well, mushrooms, I think a lot of people think mushrooms just provide maybe like a protein or, or similar to other macros, but they provide added benefits. So an example would be they are the best synthesizer of the chemicals in your brain that help those cells grow. So they help your cells grow. They help your brain cells grow. And the second one that I would maybe land on is they're really anti-inflammatory for the body. So consumption of them can bring down chronic inflammation, which drives a lot of illness in today's society. And most have inflammation. Why? Because they're eating a bunch of... I was going to say... Hello, Mark. Uh, anyway, I don't want to get on a tangent here. You know, I'll get to get all, you know, get all flustered around here. All right, let's move into... Uh, let's say it's you got the first product out. Uh, it's in, let's say, middle of, of 2020. Where did you go with it? Well, no, nowhere fast uh, is, is the right answer there. We spent close to a year iterating on concepts like naming convention, recipe. Um, and so we were selling locally, actually, through cafes to start while we were ironing out some details. And that COVID. makes sense. And, and when you say that, so that people have context, there were you, uh, you're you're doing this. I'm assuming maybe in a commercial kitchen. Um, and were you playing with it, uh, uh, sort of on the go? There was it month after month, saying, ah, "I don't like the way that this tasted. I don't like the texture." And then you were just recalibrating it. No. So originally our own kitchen. So we were baking out of out of our own oven, and then we rented space at a cafe on my block that was actually had pizza ovens. So we were making product out of pizza ovens for a while, which was a nightmare. And, and then we moved into a commissionary kitchen, which is like a shared group kitchen. So we were still owning production and did that for a while, then moved into Pike Place. And we're in a friend's cafe there and then moved into a co-packer situation. Okay. So you're moving around. This is like true uh, uh, sort of founder story-esque type of situation. Move us along then where you actually have a, a substantive product. You said, okay, I like this. It's in this packaging. We're going with it as a green, you know, we're going with this look, feel, touch. And you said, I'm going to walk into XYZ store. Where, where was that? And what, what time was that? Yeah, it was, that was, um, that must've been June or July of 2020. I walked into the central co-op in Seattle and I, I had, I had, I had a business professional look on, which is hilarious. I, I think even reflecting back and I, and I got a meeting with this buyer and I brought this like printed out deck and gave him the whole sale and he couldn't have cared less about the whole deck. Didn't even look at it. And it was like, yeah, cool. We'll, we'll put you on shelf. 
uh, that was cool. Shout out, shout out my mom, my man Stefan uh, over at Central Co-op. Uh, just by chance, are you still selling in that store? Yeah. Okay, so that's cool. Okay, um, and, and so is it just yourself, or do you have somebody else that's like hanging around with you? You know, you got to get a little. It's always nice to have somebody else give you a pep talk every once in a while. It is. I, I, uh, we have a small team. Our, our team is it's myself, uh, a man named Jared, Jared Rondo. He's currently living out of the van. He's in Colorado as, as we speak. And then, and then a lovely woman named Amy who runs production. Um, we all kind of give pep talks, although I've, I've voiced Jared to be team captain, which, you know, from what you know about me, Jared's energy and excitement and positivity is, is on a different level, which is just fantastic, especially during, during these times when it's just super challenging. Um, this is a tangent. I've seen this, like, I don't know what I'm wearing. And Adam, my buddy's going to probably see this and say, what were we wearing? It's like a sweater slash jacket thing. I don't know. It's cold out. It's raining here in the North Bay uh, out of nowhere. And that's what it is. Back to the show. Um, okay, let's move it way further along. Um, because we've seen you and those that have followed you, they watch you in a van. He's got this, you know, decked out van. He was traveling up the coast. He was going store to store. Like it was fun to watch him. It's one of the fewer stories that looked like that, or at least that you could follow along. Give people some perspective of what you were doing there and, 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 and sort of what your take was that, you know, as far as how you were approaching things. Yeah. So the, so yeah, I, I took a van, drove it from Seattle, was on the road for a year, went down like the Southern California coast, looped up kind of through the Midwest out to Boston, visited the family for the holidays, went back south and then came back. And there were a couple objectives. Number one was, I think, more so to learn and like get my name out there and meet people. Like it, I wasn't necessarily like, oh, like, let's go open X, Y and Z accounts. Sometimes I, I was I was visiting some stores that we were in. I was merchandising, putting a name to a face, sampling products. Um, but I think overall, the objective was to be like, OK, let's go learn about this industry and let's go meet some some key players and, and really put some perspective into place. Number two, obviously, yeah, servicing stores, servicing accounts, demoing, merchandising. Um, and then number three, right, is is building some of that content around that and showing others that are in the industry of like what what is Forage or, or this team or Parker willing to do and, 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 and where is he actually willing to go to actually get their product in front of the right people or, or, or get into distribution. Um, and so, you know, that was helpful where like I showed up at the at the natural grocers headquarters one morning before dawn and like set up a little like yogurt parfait stand at the front door and like anybody walked in had to say hi to me and was giving out samples. And, and of course, like one of the buyers was like, oh, have you met your buyer? And I'm like, oh, no, who's that? I don't know what you're talking about. And then she got, you know, in, in a sample. But yeah, it's, it, those are kind of the, the three core priorities of sacrificing my my life for a year on the road and shivering in Chicago and whatnot. Where where are you right now? Like, give us a take of the company right now so that I have some context of which I can explore a couple more sort of questions sure. against it. Yeah, we're doing we're doing really well. Growth is there. It's it's faster than I think expected in in the right places, I believe. Uh, but but it's obviously really fragile. Um, as as you know, it's just like we we are going to have to raise some capital. Um, and it's it's hard to raise right now. We we have raised some, and and we actually closed a pretty big check this week, which is exciting. Um, we have I've seen a lot of our growth online through SEO efforts. So we we do a lot of content um, around functional mushrooms. So now it's figuring out like how do we monetize that effectively and and build more of like a cash flow cycle through that without you know without succumbing into this just like constant online advertising game. 
Um, and then we're in a little bit of, of some product development. Um, you know, so we like granola is, is a low margin category and we recognize that. And so I think, I think, you know, as we look to the future, it, there, there may be other hero products with higher margins that, that will have to carry the business. And, and so that's like a good realization to have. And so something that we're exploring and experimenting with. Uh, you did note, uh, yeah, the market's it's definitely different, uh, and everybody needs cash. It's, I almost find it comical now the 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 posts about, uh, yeah, exactly the posts about uh, who's looking, who's who's raising. You know, there I I get it. I the sentiment of people trying to act like they're helping. You know, I got connections. It's like I don't know what what it is. This new positioning thing. It's um, don't take offense, anybody, if you've done it. I'm not talking about you. Maybe it's okay. Uh, yes, everybody is raising or needs capital in this space right now. It is a um, it is a scary scene. I've never been, I, I, transparently, I've never seen anything like this in all my years of doing different things. I'm lucky to be in different, have done different, different things as far as business, been different verticals, sold different things, been in service related versus product related. Um, I've never seen anything like this. Um, and and uh, transparently, because that people know, I don't really like it. Uh, I I uh, and I, I'm just gonna. This will float you, so you can sort of yeah uh, uh, respond to it. Um, yesterday I was talking to uh, I coached this kid's son. You know, it was during a Halloween little party around the corner from, and I was saying some things, and I could hear myself talking about it because they know what I do. Most of my community. Yeah. He was asking, he's like, so what? What's going on? And I'm I remember saying a few things where I can hear myself, and I'm like. That doesn't sound very good. Um, and, 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 you know, me, I, I'm, I'm now, Parker, I know you're younger, but, um, you know, I, I've been in the game for 20 years, you know, uh, yeah. running some sort of a business. And um, I've never felt like this before. Um, wow. and it, yeah. And so I, this is just for those that view this. Um, there's a lot who will be like, wow, OK, I'm glad I'm hearing from somebody else. Um, I, I'll say this one more time. I've never felt like this before, and I don't know if I like it too much. Um, and it's time to come to Jesus pretty darn soon here. Um, we we as a company um, are dealing with a lot of muck on the back end, stuff that I don't think others are. It's it's stuff that might have to deal be dealt with later. But there, just go off of that, Parker. Uh, g- give me something as a as a younger cat in the game with a, a smaller emerging business. What what you may take from that? Yeah, I mean, it's, well, it's, it's a, it feels, I guess it feels validating to hear that a little bit. Like, this has been, and, and I think part of it was being on the road for a year, but the, like, I, I, I feel like in this year, I had like a quarter life crisis. And like, a lot of it is business oriented. And, and there's been a challenge for me. But I think it's, I think I'm coming out the other side of like, you have to separate your individual ego and like personality from the business. And like, it's really challenging, but like you have to effectively still be like, okay, like I need to maintain some sort of level of like mental health in order to do that. Like I need to stop working. Right. I can't just work all of the time to like put out all of the fires or like deal with all of these major issues. And like, there needs to be structured time for both. And then being able to turn off that mental mindset to go and like be a normal human and like not be depressed or like, in a seriously dark place um because i I saw your post this morning but it's it's i'm just you just feel so overwhelmed um and so i you know it's definitely trying to trying to navigate those waters and and it feels like you're hanging on day by day and a lot of times just 
there's just a lot going on. So I, I definitely feel the sentiment from you. Um, I will say it's, it's really nice and we've talked about it, but just chatting with others and, and seeing, you know, when others are transparent about, about what's going on. And I think, so, I think it's harder to come off as genuine online, like on like LinkedIn or something, but it's real. Um, and so it's, it feels good knowing that like there's other people in the boat and like there's like real connection between other people. So I, I don't know that that's kind of my rip on it. But. It's, it's a great response. It's a wonderful response. Um, you know, it, I, I've always thought I, I should have a series because I've morphed out to having different series. It's a sales series, a marketing series. And then this one's the main one with talk to founders, but you could tell sort of where the storylines are going from where I started Two and I think it was like two year plus years ago, two and a half years ago from the first episode, it, it was like still gold rush, right? And and mm -hmm. I think that there's I I don't want to call it like the failed series or whatever it may be, but like mo the problem with it is a lot of individuals founders they don't really want to talk about it, you know, um, they they want to because they know how impactful it would be. Like me, I think it's so impactful. The failed the failed businesses are the ones that have the most value, right? Mm -hmm. That's why the sentiment, you noted this on online for LinkedIn, um, Alex Bear uh, posted about being DC'd from a-, yeah, from a, that. a re That's the realest shit there is. Yeah. Everybody else, we all, the pro everybody recognizes where there's fluff and where there isn't at least the seasoned ones do or and the the, the smartest of, of, of those right 99 percent of us are struggling right now we were before it's just as now hit ahead because the capital markets have sort of shut off and they're really again the fundamentals of the business i talk about it all the time there were never any fundamentals in the businesses there still aren't I don't care who they are. I, they they can be the most seasoned. I'll, go give me your go give me your P and L. Give me your P and L. You have there's no fundamentals in the space, and that is really really problematic. It goes back to sort of where I originally said I've never really seen anything like this before. Um, and it's um, I pray with all the goodness in my heart that we all majority of us can get through this. I just know what is reality though. Yeah. I know it's reality and it's, it's not going to be that way. Um, yeah. I mean, just, just as an anecdotal story there, like I've had three conversations, like one-on-one -on -one over the phone with friends who are founders and, and like verbatim lines, like I'm going to go under next week. Yeah. And that's a scary thing. Yeah. I think, you know, like taking yourself a step removed, like, okay. Like it's not the end of the world. Like, no one's dying right but but i think you know it's, it's challenging and that's where i speak earlier of like how do you remove yourself from that because a lot of times it feels like you yourself are dying and like and like everything you've ever stood for is is crumbling but i i totally agree the whole like only put po you post like about like your fundraising isn't like you tried to stray away from that to me it's like linkedin's more of a, a fun channel to, to connect with other people who are in the same space and and i i like stories uh per personally but it's it's frustrating. I I, I feel the sentiment genuinely. It, it, some people would get. I'll, I'll close it out with this, and I like how we. This is what the story is. Every 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 conversation I have on here is going to be totally different. That's where the value is, right? Mm -hmm. I'll leave it with this: is um, is people for I know people who have gotten upset, like uh, which is understandable. I think they're stressed in, in themselves. They have stuff going on in their home life right. where they're like upset because there are people 
um, posting certain things, right? Big wins or, or fundraise or whatever. I don't get like that. I know, I don't, I understand the sentiment of somebody who gets upset because I'm very empathetic to people's, um, um, uh, inner workings, their, 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 their physical and mental health. That's what I actually sort of put it against, um, rather than just being like happy for somebody for winning. Right. And the, the thing is, what we know, what we know is it's, it's not really the case of what's actually happening within the business. There aren't very many real success stories. That's just fact. There just aren't. And if you look back at, at the space, you kind of can only count on your hands how many actual success stories there have been over the last however many years. And I, I say that, they'd be like, yeah, but what about when that happened? When that, I saw a headline that that happened or this got acquired, you don't know the inner workings of the deal. There's been right, acquisitions right. that have taken place. Nobody made money. They, 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 were, they were a bad deal. The, the investors didn't make money and the founders had to walk away with, with, with nothing, right? They were just discounted deals. So, it, it's a there's a lot going on and um that's what i think a lot of these conversations can or should be about today among the winnings among things that are great that are happening i'm all for that but it allows other people to at least relate to it mm -hmm. yeah well well put I, I think to the point as well like <clears throat> if you're here for a cash grab like there's going to be a rude awakening I, I've, Mark, just, just transparently, I've, I've never paid myself from forage. We, we could talk at some other point. I think maybe I've told you how, how I cash flow my life. I, I, I still work in a, in a side consulting gig. I'm, I sit on retainer for an old client. And I like, if, if the business went under tomorrow, like it would still all be worth it for me. And, or, or at least I tell myself that, or at least I've convinced myself that, right? Where the fact that I may be lying to myself or convinced myself that, that it's not financial, I, I feel like makes, I feel like it, it maybe maybe I'm like protecting myself mentally from from like the worst possible outcome of failure. But I feel like it's it's always tied financially whenever you see people get like really angry or upset or like deterred. I appreciate that. And this was a great um this was a great interview because it's talking about what's happening right now. And and we're not pulling punches. And that is where value comes from. I'm just telling you. So uh, forage check it out it's a great product i've had it because he get he i didn't want he leaves it and he leaves it in here on his road trip um <laughs> and it's a product that i would have because the ingredient label is, is solid um i don't eat much like stuff you know that i don't eat stuff like this i don't eat snacks <clears throat> and all that but um but it's a great product you got to check it out um okay. i appreciate it i appreciate this uh this talk parker um david we're doing it eye level great shirt Tell us just one, 10 seconds about the shirt so that they understand. Blows in the dark, things get odd. Let's go. Here we go. So can I go back to what you just said first? Yes. Mark? So I was talking to Errol Schweitzer yesterday, and we ex-Hall Foods, and we were talking about this. The industry is chewing up small brands and spitting them out. I have never seen it harder than this. Unfortunately, I get to go on the ride with some of these brands riding shotgun and see – I mean, they're not going to make it. All these pitch slams, you know, so many brands trying to get in the finals and one of them winning, thinking that that's the holy grail. Uh, Paul, I did on LinkedIn, said you need a half a million bucks straight up cash day one to go from, from zero to proof of concept. I think that's pretty darn close. Some people say more. So 
you know, I feel what Parker's saying. There are so many of these guys out there. There's so many consulting things. I sit on, you know, judging pitch slams and it's sad. It's like 10 times harder. You know, I've been in here 25 years doing this. I've been a founder and it's like, are we enabling people? Are we enabling them by letting them go in there and letting them basically crash into a wall? We're knowing, we know where that's going. So yeah, uh, you know, I thank Alex for saying that. Usually it's the broker's fault when that happens, you know, sometimes, but it's not, it's, it's the industry, you know, these retailers have to like make numbers for their shareholders and it's changed, you know, not willing to take a gamble anymore. So getting back to our, our shirt. So I've been a founder. I've seen what brokers do from the customer side. I worked for a broker, so I've seen what the provider does. And I basically went, you got to be shitting me. This comes back to who's taking money from small brands. And I thought I could do it better. So that's why I level started. So going back to the shirts, as you well know, a lot of your failures become the best things you've ever gotten, right? Your failures are the things that nobody talks about, but they're so valuable. Uh, my original company, Kalahari, you know, South African rooibos red tea, killed it. 8,500 stores in 18 months. No barrier to entry, celestial twining stash come in. We're done. Uh, and along the, the way, I got, you know, like custom cycling kits. And um, we were thinking about, you know, what do we do? Do we sponsor those? you know, footsteps on the floor at a trade show where, you know, you pay five grand, come see this or sponsor you know, the lanyards and all of that is like really, really, you know, I think poor branding. So these shirts cost 55 bucks. You put them on a body at a show. I mean, it was amazing the first year. Man, I see you guys everywhere. It's amazing. Expo West, 90,000 people, 18 of us. How can you see us everywhere? Well, it's good marketing, you know, it's good branding, you know, it goes on forever. People see us and it helps. You know, in this industry, you know, especially service businesses in LinkedIn, you know, it's, you know, being seen and gaining a reputation. So that's it. Sorry, I love it. But I love yeah. it. G give us 30 seconds on eye level in particular. Give us the elevator on eye level. So... The biggest problem that we have in the broker business is the model is designed to provide services for the whales. Everything in the kitchen sink, the smaller brands believe they're going to get that and they won't because the employees cannot handle hundreds of brands. So fundamentally, somebody's going to get hosed. It's the parkers of the world that are paying retainers. Um, so at the end of the day, what I'm saying is, if I can convince you that a small number of bodies, which is required because of the revenue of a smaller number of brands is better than a huge number of feet on the street, then, you know, you're going to find this is the right home for you. So I can tell you this forage. I think it can do well, Parker. I will be able to represent your brand and transparently show you proof of performance that will make you feel like these guys are actually working my line. And that's for all of our clients, not just the big ones. Cool. I like it. Cool. David's info is there. Parker's info is there. I don't know where you know I did that thing. I uh, appreciate you both. That was a good one. Thanks, Mark. Hey, Thanks Parker. Parker.